For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. I'm being joined right now by Tatiana James and today we're gonna share with you how you can start and build your own YouTube channel. So if you're here right now as a beginner, you're just getting started on YouTube, uh, maybe you've been at it for a while and you're not quite seeing the results that you want, you've been maybe publishing videos for the last few months or maybe you're even here and you've been at this for several years like ourselves. Either way, we're gonna share with you guys our best tips and advice that we've learned over the years of being YouTubers. Myself, over 1.1 million subscribers now at this point, over 58 million views, blows me away. Tatiana's been at this for a few years as well with over 200,000 subscribers. So there's a lot that we can share with you guys on that. So Tatiana, do you wanna first share with people what advice you'd give to someone that's brand new, just trying to get started on YouTube? Absolutely, well first of all, if you are just getting started, congratulations. This is an exciting journey and I'm so glad that you have decided to start it. Um, you know, what I love about being a YouTuber is that not only do you get to add so much value to your viewers in whatever form you choose, if you are you know, a comedian and you're giving someone a laugh or providing advice or whatever it may be, you get to add value to people all over the world and that's such an incredible feeling. It's a way to really contribute and give, but also it's an opportunity to really grow and develop yourself. And I think every YouTuber has this experience 
Personally for myself, one of my favorite things about being a YouTuber is that I'm constantly learning, um, not only because I know it's going to help me evolve and grow as a person as an individual, but I know that I'm going to be able to give more to my audience. And so I'm always reading books. I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always trying to like learn the latest things in my industry so that I have more to share. Yeah. And, and just to add to that, I mean, like we're both passionate about what we do and I'm sure you are as well. And I think that's the beautiful thing is that you're able to start, you're able to, to talk about your passions mm -hmm. and share with other people your yeah. passions and their topics that we're both personally into ourselves. And so it's helped you grow in so much in that area. And, and just by teaching it and sharing it mm -hmm. helps other people, but helps you learn and, and go even deeper on those subjects. Absolutely. And sometimes when I learn something, you know, for the first time, when I really want to ingrain it in, in, in my body and really understand it, I actually decide to create a video about it because you learn it twice when you have to teach it, when you have to teach it to someone, you really got to make sure you know your stuff. So, um, you know, I would say, first of all, just like a huge congratulations for getting started and also just understand that this is a journey. It's a process. And in the beginning, it might feel a little bit um, disheartening because you may be creating content, kind of working hard to create great content, publishing it on YouTube, but you may not be getting any views. Nobody's watching your stuff. And so at some point you start to feel like, well, what's this all for? I keep on publishing videos and I'm basically talking to myself. Nobody's watching them. Um, but just understand that's part of the process. It's part of the process. And YouTube rewards consistency. So in the beginning, you're going to be publishing and you're not going to get a ton of traction. Maybe your videos aren't getting really as many views as you'd hope for or expect. But eventually you're going to have a video that for whatever reason, maybe it's the title, maybe it's the thumbnail, maybe it's the content itself. The content's so good that it ends up getting more views, more than all the other videos, and that helps you to gain subscribers and gain momentum. And it is a game of momentum. And um, and then pretty soon your channel starts to gain more subscribers and you start to develop relationships with your viewers, um, especially the ones who, you know, they return and they comment on every For video sure. and yeah. like they ask you questions it's and you answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you start to feel more empowered because you get excited. You're like, yeah, I'm like starting to, I'm on a roll here and I'm starting to gain momentum and I actually really enjoy this now. So just kind of letting you know that in the beginning, like that's part of the process, but don't give up. And most people, they do. Yeah. Even personal friends of mine who started a YouTube channel a whole year and they're not where they thought they would be. But I'm just like, just stay consistent. YouTube, the algorithm, I don't know what the algorithm is, but I know it rewards consistency. Yeah. And even if you can select, you know, a certain days that you want to publish your video per week, I'm bad at that. But, you know, saying, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays or Tuesdays and Fridays and stay consistent with that. Not only I think that helps with the algorithm, but that helps your viewers. Because yeah. if your viewers know that you're publishing those days every week, they're going to know to come to your channel and to click and watch your videos. Yeah. And you got to commit to it long-term because it is a long-term journey. Don't just think you're going to put out a video and you're going to get all these views and you're going to become popular. There's a journey. There's a journey of kind of figuring things out yes. and also yeah. figuring out what people want and what they respond to. And, you know, I, you know, even to this day, sometimes I put out a video on YouTube that I think is going to do really well. And sure enough, it doesn't just for whatever reason, didn't resonate with people or the topic wasn't um, that interesting for people. And, and there's that experience that you have to go through of learning. It's a continual process of learning and evolving. But It's a trial I, and error. Yeah, and for both of us, like at least for me, my experience was you just need one video. Like if you're consistent, you'll have one video out of all the ones that you put out that's going to blow up. 
You know, like, you know, when you're usually starting out, you're going to, you know, be getting zero views and then like 10 views per video. Uh, but you're going to eventually have some that like this one got a hundred views. Okay. That's interesting. Like here's my average, but this one went way beyond that average. Um, and when you have some of those videos that will really take off, like for me, um, you might have some that goes a thousand views, 10,000, hundred thousand, a million views. For me, um, I had a video back in 2012 when I was being consistent, it was on my morning ritual and it blew up. It went viral for whatever reason. It just triggered the YouTube algorithm, the watch time, the thumbnail, the title, the timing of the video, everything was just spot on with that. And so that one video went viral and that one video is what really grew or at least gave me the momentum of my YouTube channel. And, um, and, and that's what I find even to this day, because even for me with my YouTube channel, there's a, a, a certain average amount of views that I might get per video. But every once in a while, if I do like 10 videos, then one of those is going to outperform everything else and it's going to take off. And when I look at my channel over the years, it's really been built by maybe like 50 videos that have hundreds of thousands of views. We've got some that have done over a million views. And that's really what's going to build your channel. So if you're not consistent enough, you're not going to have that opportunity, that chance for that one video to really take off and give you all that momentum. Mm -hmm. So the way I kind of look at it sometimes is you're throwing shit against the wall and you're going to see what sticks. Sometimes you don't know what's going to stick. Sometimes you don't know what people are going to respond to. And, and, and when you're first starting out, even though you might have an idea about what you want to talk about and share, sometimes it is worthwhile to talk about a variety of things yeah. to kind of go outside a little bit to see what people do resonate with. Because whatever videos really go viral for you and the ones that outperform the rest, that's a sign that you're onto something. That's, that's a wave that you now got to ride, right? You got to take advantage of that. And so for me, my channel, like I had a certain idea of my channel, what I was going to do, but it's really built because I had certain videos that got hundreds of thousands or millions of views. And then when you get videos that get, that get that many views, that's where all your subscribers are coming from, right? So now when you attract thousands of uh, new subscribers, you got to be aware of what video they came from. And so if I did a video on Morning Ritual and it went viral and I got like 50,000 subscribers from that one video, okay, now, if I'm not doing videos similar to morning rituals, that all those new subscribers, they're not going to be that interested. Right. Um, or for me, like because I've got videos that attracted hundred, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers uh, that are into selling on Amazon, I'm like, okay, well now I have to keep that up because all these subscribers they subscribe to me for that reason. So I've got to put out videos related to that. Mm -hmm. Or investing, I put out a video on investing and I tried that, and you know, I got. 100,000 plus subscribers from that. So I'm like, okay, now I've got to cater to those subscribers. So sometimes, you know, you've got to try different things to see what's going to build your audience, but you have to be aware of that and, and change your approach at different times based on what's working best. Yeah, but ultimately, like you want to you create the content that you want to create. Yeah, don't feel like you have sure. to create content just because that's what people want to see. If you don't, if you feel like it's a chore to go and record a video, that's, that's not a good sign. Like you want to be enjoying uh, what you're doing. Um, now, in terms of the actual content itself, you know, one, one suggestion I have for you when you're first starting the YouTube channel, when you're first starting, figure out what your, your niche is, you know, what is it that you're going to offer and keep your videos short. Sometimes I see people doing these really long, like 30 minute videos. And when people don't know you, they haven't established a relationship with you yet. And people really value their time. And so they don't trust you enough to give you 30 minutes of their time because they don't know if you're going to deliver on that. And so I think that when you're first starting your channel, it's better to just 
deliver on whatever your title is, like that's the content, like get straight to the point. Don't even, you can do a short introduction if you want. I honestly prefer to just be, get straight to the point because people appreciate that. They're clicking on the video because they want to learn from you or whatever it is that your, your niche is um, and deliver on that. And then people will subscribe because they see the value. And then slowly, slowly, as you build a subscriber base, you build an audience, then you can do longer videos because you start to see that people actually have an interest in you. They want to know more about you. Um, but I wouldn't lead with that. So oftentimes you see people where they spend like the first five minutes of their video, just talking about their day and like yada, yada. And it's like, well, get to the point. Like I want to, I came here for a reason, like let's get into it. So I would definitely recommend that. And later on, go ahead and create longer videos. Yeah. That's a great point too. And I think also when you're first starting out, you've got to, you've got to give people what they want, what people are searching for, or what are the topics in your niche or in your, in your genre that are really performing well. So one thing for, for both of us, I think is we watch other YouTube videos. We, we go and see, okay, what's working right now. We go on YouTube, we look at other people's channels that might be similar to ours. And really what you're trying to do is just really trying to find what are the topics that are performing really uh, well right now? What's trending, right? So if that will, and, and the benefit of that is you're able to see on other YouTube videos, how many views they have, how many likes, how many comments, how much engagement. And that's an indicator to you, hey, that's a great topic that I should also create a YouTube video on. Now, you're not trying to copy anyone or anything like that. You're just getting ideas of the topics because every successful YouTube video first starts with a great topic, a great topic that other people are interested in. And if you're putting out videos, sharing and talking about things that nobody cares about, you might think it's cool, you might think it's awesome, but other people might not, then you're not gonna really succeed. And I see a lot of people do that, they just make it all about them. You know, they wanna share their, their day and vlog, and not unless you're a celebrity, not unless you're you know, a very unique human being and you've got like an, you know, a fitness person, you got like an incredible body, or you have like this incredible personality, or really good looking, or something like that, no one's gonna really care that much. So you gotta understand you know, it's, it's not about you. It's about every, it's about other people and giving them what they want and over delivering on that. So doing your research beforehand and finding the different topics. Um, I always have a list of ideas and I'm always coming up with new ideas, but you know, there's often things that I'm learning in my life that I think, okay, this is a great thing I can share and talk about, but I research that on YouTube to see, you know, is this already performing? Are other people already created videos on this? Because that I want a good indicator that this is a great topic that can perform well. Or I'm getting ideas from other people. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah, I could talk about this. I could talk about that. And, and that's an important thing because that one, that one piece alone, I think a lot of people struggle because they're like, why am I not getting views? Mm -hmm. But you got to look at what you're putting out there, what you're sharing. Do people really care about this? Is there proof and evidence already on YouTube that this is already performing well? If not you know, then, then you, you're, you're not going to get there. And I think once you get to a certain point, you know, where people follow you for you, because it's not necessarily about your content, it's about they connect with you and your life and your story and your personality and all of that, then you can kind of branch off and talk about different things because now people are interested more than just what you have to say, your content, but actually who you are in your day and your vlog and your lifestyle and things like that. So I think that's an important piece. And that's why, guys, it's so important to just be you. Don't try and be yeah. someone else. I see it all the time. 
you know, I've even experienced that at one point. I know you have too, where it's like, you know, you're, you're, you see someone else that you kind of admire and respect and you try and be like them and create content like them and talk like them, but no, be you. People want the original, you know, like they don't want a copy of someone else. They'll just follow that person, subscribe to that person. They don't need two channels that are the same. People are going to appreciate your authenticity and authenticity. Um, you know, that's special these days. (laughs) You're seeing a lot of fake stuff and like people appreciate authenticity. And so that's why even, you know, when you're speaking and you're creating a YouTube video, don't be a perfectionist. Like it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay. If you mess up, it's okay. If you joke about it, like whatever, just be authentic, keep the camera rolling. Um, because people see that you're real, you know, it's your real person. It's not like overly edited where every single word is cut. Um, to have this perfect script. And yeah, sure, you can appreciate that in certain contexts, contexts, but I think for the most part, people now are really just appreciating just raw, authentic video content um, because it, you're seeing less of it these days. Yeah, R- raw is real and people want someone to relate to. And I, th- I find sometimes people say, well, Stefan, there's already this other people that are already talking about this subject. But what they don't understand is that it doesn't matter if you have the same information as someone else. What people really value is the information about who is sharing it. So someone that they can connect and relate to. So for example, I could do a video and I could talk about goal setting. And there's probably a hundred other videos out there from a hundred different YouTubers sharing similar information about goal setting. But it's not really the information because some people, what they'll find is that they'll connect more with myself. Maybe they connect with me being a man. Maybe they connect with my age, my speaking style. And they resonate with that and they relate to that a little bit more than someone else. Other people, they don't connect with me at all. They think, you know, whatever. They have their own opinion about how I speak or communicate or how I look, whatever. And so they want to find someone else. Maybe someone that has a different gender, a different race, a different age group that they can connect with. Maybe if their person's in their 60s, they might want to connect with someone someone else that's in their 60s that, that they, they can really resonate to their style and their personality. So what makes you unique is just you, just you being you. And I think that the world needs more people out there, especially in the world, the, the development world and education space that we're in. They need many different people sharing a lot of the same things, sharing the same core principles and messages about life or development or business or whatever, because everybody has someone different that they want to relate and connect with. So. And that's why I would also say, you know, like I hear a lot that people who want to start a YouTube channel, but they are shy um, and they're hesitant oftentimes because they have an accent and they're worried about how they come across and their heavy accent. And like, listen, that's something that's unique to you and other people will relate to that. Not every one sounds like Tatiana or like Stefan. There are people from all over the world who are watching YouTube videos. There are people from... India, there are people from Brazil, there are people from all different countries with all different accents. And so you are going to be relatable to to people who have a similar accent or who are from a similar place as you. And so don't feel like that is... Um, that is a uh, limitation by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually a superpower in many ways. Like your, your, even some things that you may think are like your flaws. Like, right. you know, if you're, you're, you know, bald or if you're, <laughs> <laughs> it's not strength. a flaw, it's a strength. <laughs> some people relate better, right? Some, someone who's bald and sees Stefan, they're like, oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's good to be bald. <laughs> but, or, or if 
for example, if you have like, you know, your teeth aren't perfect or whatever it is, don't be afraid to to bring that out because people appreciate that when they see other people who aren't quote unquote, like what we call perfect, perfect, they're like, yeah, like that gives me more confidence to be myself too. Yeah. And you know, even just like, I like the approach too of just documenting or sharing. Like uh, sometimes for me, like this certain topics that I don't have to be the expert of, because if I think I have to be an expert to share this, I'll never share it. I'll, I'll have this perfectionist mentality versus if instead I look at it is what can I just share that I've just learned? So sometimes I come across something, I just learn it in a book and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to share this. And I'm not going to say that I invented this or anything like that. Sometimes I'm just, Hey, I just learned this and I want to share this with you guys. Um, or even if you're on the journey of like losing weight, for example, you don't have to have the perfect body to talk about weight loss. You can say, Hey guys, I just want to put out this video. I've been able to lose, you know, 10 pounds. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I want to share with you what's been working for me and, and, and what I've learned along this journey and what I'm doing and all of that. And guess what? There's other people, even though you don't have the perfect body, even though you're still overweight, there'll be other people that are overweight that will relate and connect more with you because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wow, that person's just it's like goodness. me, but they're just a little bit further ahead, right? So oftentimes what stops us is up here, right? Our limitations, our fears, I'm not good enough. We got to release that and let that go. Don't don't worry about trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just make progress mm-hmm. and just get better and better with every video, how you communicate, how you speak, even your editing when you're first starting out. Maybe you don't have the perfect camera equipment, audio, lighting. Mm-hmm. We didn't know any of that stuff when we started. We're not professionals at this. We still make mistakes. We still have videos that are out of focus and the audio is not working properly and whatever it might be, but we just make progress over time. And that's the most important thing is again, going back to it's a long-term journey and you're just going to continuously learn And as you learn and as you grow, you get better and better at this. Yeah, and there's no doubt that you will make progress. If you're doing something at day after day after day recording videos, you're going to have an evolution. You're going to see the evolution. If you look at Stefan's first video published on YouTube or my first video, you'll see the way we spoke is different. The way we speak now is different than the way we were then. You can see the progress. And so that's bound to happen for you as well. So don't worry. Like, yes, everyone starts somewhere. And if you're really hesitant to publish a video on YouTube, you know, one thing I would recommend is just record yourself, start getting familiar, uh, comfortable in front of the camera, comfortable speaking and upload it to YouTube, but you don't actually have to hit publish. You can actually set your video as private so that you don't have to worry about other people watching your video if that's going to give you, uh, you know, motivation to actually start creating content. But start creating content, yeah. getting comfortable because it can be weird talking to a camera. You know, if you're not used to doing that, get comfortable with that process. And then when you feel comfortable, you can go ahead and publish those videos. Yeah. So a few more real quick t- tips that I think are a little bit more practical as well, because I think we want to cover the mindset and the philosophy of it because that's so important. But uh, some tips that I can offer you guys is I always like to film in bulk. Bulk. We both do. So when we set up the camera, sometimes it takes a little bit of time setting up the camera, finding the right spots, getting the audio set up, the lighting set up, looking good, all that sort of stuff. Once you have it set up, go into it with the mentality of I'm going to record several videos, right? So try to batch it together. And the benefit of that I find is that once you record one video, now you're in a state. Now you're talkative, you're articulate, you're, you know, everything's already set up and more convenient. So the best time to film a video is right after you just filmed the video, right? Because right after you just filmed the video, you're feeling good about yourself, you're confident, you're talkative, and it's much easier to film that. So you get momentum. So 
for me, whenever I film, I set up my camera, I'll, I'll try to set up the whole day or half a day, and I'll just try to pump out a few different videos. Yeah, and I would also change my outfits for each video so that I have a different outfit for each right. thumbnail. We're tricking you guys, so yeah. making it look like sometimes it's my on makeup a different and my day. hair stays the same, but the <laughs> outfit changes. Yeah, but and how about how about just in terms of the the filming and thumbnail? What what are some tips so you have? So thumbnail there? is very important yeah. because you could have the best content ever that's really going to help people and serve people, but if you don't have an attractive thumbnail, people aren't going to click on your video and they're not going to have the opportunity to consume that content. So you do have to kind of this is again trial and error, figure things you know what's working for you, what works for your channel, um, and you know you want to make sure you have a high quality thumbnail. So I think in the past you could get away with a bit like lower quality I know that you know you started recording on a, a little camera yeah. and you know you can use your iPhone iPhones are great quality I'm not saying that you can't use that but you want to make sure that you have good lighting and good quality video and a good quality thumbnail now for the thumbnails um, you want to make sure that like you have to understand that different thumbnails so for example if you're a, a distance thumbnail versus a close-up thumbnail those may convert differently. So sometimes maybe a close-up thumbnail will work better for you or a thumbnail where you're not giving much of an expression sometimes will work better for you than a thumbnail where you're overly expressive because then people are like, oh, that's fake. Um, sometimes no text is better than text, but you're going to have to kind of have trial and error to figure out what's best, but they are very important. So we actually recommend creating multiple thumbnails. Um, we create at least two thumbnails for each video and then we'll split test them. So two weeks with one thumbnail, two weeks with another thumbnail, and then it becomes evident which thumbnail outperforms. And then we just keep that thumbnail for the video. Yeah. And you'll learn, you'll learn so much that process. Um, but for us, like we always take, uh, like after we're done filming, we take a picture on the camera. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes with the camera that we have set up, uh, we'll just kind of change it to a photo mode, put it on like a self timer, you know, like a 10 second countdown and then do a few different poses. Um, yeah. and then you get a variety, like sometimes we'll take like a lot of different pictures of different poses and you have to be a little bit creative. Spots. Yeah. You'll try to be a little bit creative with your thumbnails to see what will stand out or get attention. Uh, the lighting is everything. Mm -hmm. So your, your lighting, like we use a lot of natural light. Mm -hmm. You know, we have like a big window here in front of us, amazing view in Honolulu, Hawaii, but like whenever we we travel a lot, so we'll, we'll always look for places that have good natural lighting because that's really important for your, your pictures and your and, and your videos. Um, if you're outside, you do have to be weary of the noise. Yeah. Um, we love to film outside, you know, because it's so beautiful, especially being in Hawaii. But it's just that there's a lot of wind or yeah. noise from and the, the cars, changes, the streets, the, clouds the light change. changes a lot. So you have to uh, be aware of the conditions. And so we kind of prefer to film inside in a controlled environment and we use microphones. Um, you can get cheap microphones on Amazon, even ones that just plug into your iPhone if you're just using your iPhone. But it is important to have good quality audio because otherwise you might have a ton of background noise or your your audio might not be loud enough. And, you know, I guess these days people just have more of an expectation since, you know, you don't have to have a perfect setup or anything expensive by any stretch of the imagination, but you do need to have a, a standard of quality that's uh, comparison comparable to what other people are publishing on YouTube. Yeah, and probably when you're first starting out, you don't have much money to invest. Like I was there, I just had a little camera. I didn't even have a microphone. Didn't have any lighting or anything like. You can get certain lights and whatnot. A, a ring light is popular. Um, I just edited my videos myself. Did my thumbnails myself. But as you get going with this, or if you do have a budget, I would recommend. Like I did, you know, once you have the money to invest in a great quality camera. 
Uh, I use a DSLR camera. This is the Panasonic GH5. I love it. These are the Sennheiser EW100 lavaliers. Um, you know, we have a ring light. Um, you know, we don't even, use it that much. We, usually we don't, use yeah. For I mean, even like your thumbnails, you can do it yourself, or you can hire someone on websites like Fiverr.com, get them to do a thumbnail for you. It might cost a little bit of money. Um, you know, editing, eventually you can get an editor to help you out. But for me, honestly, like, and you too, like, we hardly edit our videos. Like, it doesn't require much editing. But as you go and as you get better and better, don't compare yourself to people that have already been doing this for many years. Mm -hmm. Just, you're just getting started. That's okay. You'll get there, but you just got to be consistent with it and you'll learn as you go. And I'll give you guys one tool that's a really powerful tool that we both use. It's called TubeBuddy, TubeBuddy. I'll link to it below for you guys. Highly recommend TubeBuddy. Um, allows you to split test your thumbnails, uh, allows you to tra track the keyword rankings of your videos on YouTube because at first you might want to identify the right keywords, helps you pick the right tags for your videos, um, gives you data about your thumbnails and what's converting best and what are the best, you know, what's your click through rate and how to optimize certain videos. So it's a really powerful tool that I think every YouTuber needs. So much information there, yeah. Um, but one thing we didn't touch on is the title. Yeah. Now, the yeah. thumbnail is very important. I would say it's the most important, but I think this title would be second yeah. most important. And you have to be aware of keywords. If you don't know what keywords are, you have to understand when you go to Google and you search for something, it, it, Google is a search engine. So whatever you're searching for based on those words that you're using, those are keywords, and then uh, different websites will populate. YouTube is also a search engine. People search for things and whatever thing that they're searching for, if your video contains that term in the title, in the tags, um, then description. it's description, then it's more likely that your video is gonna show up. So you want, to increase the likelihood that your video shows up when someone is searching for your main keyword. And so in your title, you want to be very aware of what your main keywords would be. And TubeBuddy is a great, teal, uh, great tool to help you identify what those keywords are, not only for your title, but to also embed into your description and the tag section. And, um, and, and yeah, so making sure that there are keywords in the title. And one thing that I did with my other YouTube channel for my e-commerce brand, when I was first starting that YouTube channel, um, my main keyword was waist trainer. And so every single video, I had waist trainer before the rest of the title. So waist trainer, how to wear a waist trainer, waist trainer, how to wash, waist trainer, you know, whatever it was, like how to, whatever the video was, but I had waist trainer first. And that helped me to become almost number one for waist trainer. When someone would search waist trainer in the YouTube search box, like 80% of the videos that showed up were from my brand. And so you could do the same thing if you identify what your keyword is and just create a ton of content and use that keyword in your title. That can help you to start gaining an audience and great gaining subscribers. And later on, you don't have to have that keyword there all the time because it doesn't look good or, or maybe doesn't make sense. Awesome. So those are a lot of tips for you guys. So hopefully you guys really learned a lot. Um, there's a lot to learn, but you're just going to learn as you go. We've been, you know, I've been doing this for about nine years and I'm still learning. I'm still growing when it comes to YouTube. So um, it's a really enjoyable journey that you're going to be on. Um, you know, there's going to be ups and downs that you're going to go through. There's going to be times where you're going to get some negativity and, you know, negative comments and whatnot. And, you know, in spite of things like that, just keep going, have that why and have that purpose for why you're doing this. And once you start getting the momentum, then it becomes exciting. Then it becomes fun. You build your core tribe of people that are going to watch your videos and follow you and really benefit from what you have to share. Um, but just continue the long-term journey of this. So we want to thank you guys for your time today. Uh, if you want to learn more about Tatiana James, go to Tatiana James on YouTube. I'll link that below. Uh, subscribe to her. 
and check out her videos. She talks a lot more about how to build an e-commerce business, how to sell on Amazon and Shopify, as well as mindset and personal developments. Uh, I focus here on Project Life Mastery on business, investment, investing, marketing, self-development. So if you enjoy my content, subscribe, turn on the bell notification to get more. Um, but thank you guys so much. We look forward to seeing you guys again in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.